Farming is a lifestyle and business. That's what farmers and entrepreneurs Donald and Doris Kidd of Kidd Farm want those considering it to know. The husband and wife team got into farming as a second career specifically for the lifestyle, which took them out of the city and into the country. What they found was that to make a living from it, they needed to find their own niche and think like entrepreneurs. Today on Farms, Food, and You, we talk to Doris and Donald Kidd, some of the few producers of elephant garlic in the state, to discover what it means to be a niche farmer. They share how a community of younger farmers and entrepreneurs at the Black Farmers Market helped them expand their scope and their market sales. Donald and Doris Kidd were not strangers to farming when they decided to leave downtown Raleigh and start a farm in 1989. The former school teacher and boiler inspector took their pensions and bought 16 acres in Johnston County with plans to farm as they had growing up. Uh, we just like being outside. Yeah, it was, I like it growing was things. The design for the lifestyle. Lifestyle. It, it took us out of the city. We used to live in Raleigh. We bought this farm out in Johnston County. Uh, we wanted Brandon to grow up pretty much like we did on a farm. And um, it was just... Uh, trying to maintain control over um, sort of what your future was going to look like. So it's a way to uh, hold on to a little bit of yourself and the world is changing so very much. But uh, it's an attempt to hold to, to control a little bit about our future. My family never really made uh, a profit on the farm. We raised all of our food for our family. So we never really sold products or anything on the farm. And I think the same thing is true for Donald. It was we're they were subsistence farmers. So, you know, we we knew about farming. We knew what it was. What they would come to learn is that farming for profit takes not just produce, but marketing know how. We live on sixteen acres, but we only grow on about uh, five acres and stuff. We do pretty much traditional farming. Uh, we don't have a lot of equipment. We have a tractor and some, a few implements, but uh, we're pretty much um, just really, really small farmers. Their initial goal was to make a go of it as farmers of all kinds of produce, but they soon discovered that focusing on elephant garlic, a cross between garlic and leeks, made their farm more profitable. We just could not compete with Johnston County farmers who grow, who do that much better than we did. And so we had to look for a niche market, and uh, Don sort of uh, was the brainchild behind the uh, elephant garlic. We grew it one season, and um, it was very popular, and so we've been doing it ever since. Elephant garlic was such a profitable crop that they expanded their operation in 2019. They applied for and received a North Carolina Ag Ventures grant in 2019 to buy a larger garlic drying barn. AgVentures is supported exclusively by the state's Tobacco Trust Fund Commission and administered by NC State Extension with help from county cooperative extension agents. The grant paid off. We really did develop the market for elephant garlic in the Raleigh area because when we first started growing it, very few people were familiar with it. So we had to sell it customer by customer. It's taken a lot of years, but we really have developed quite a customer base. Part of their success included becoming a regular vendor at the State Farmer's Market in Raleigh on the weekends, April through August. And we finally um, uh, found the State Farmer's Market, and uh, it proved to be a, a, a very lucrative market and so forth. 
And so we put all of our eggs in that basket because, uh, like I say, it is um, extremely lucrative. If you can get into that market um, and you know you have a desirable product, you can sell all that you have primarily. While they found a great market for their elephant garlic, the state farmer's market was limiting to the kids in other ways. We're some of the only black farmers at the farmer's market. And so that can be a little bit isolating. And uh, we were talking to, I think it was my nephew, mentioned the black farmer's market. And so we decided we would check that out. And um, what it does for us is that it opened another door to meet other farmers who look like us and who uh, uh, encounter some of the same issues that we do. And it's a network that has been difficult for us to develop at the state market. We meet a lot of young people who are Black, who uh, are very interested in farming, and uh, they want to know a lot of different things. And so it's been really interesting to work with them and to talk with them and to sort of steer them into what we think is a good um, career choice, you know, lifestyle, And uh, so the two markets sort of mesh. We're hoping that this season we can mesh more in that the attendance at the black farmer's market has waned somewhat. And so one of our plans for this season is to sort of advertise the black farmer's market at the state market in that we have flyers that we're going to put up and Donald is there and we spend a lot of time talking to people, just talking to people, and so talking up that market more. The kids have been a part of the Black Farmers Market since its creation in 2020. Their goal is to make more folks aware of the market and how valuable the community experience is there. The entrepreneurship they've encountered inspired the kids to consider expanding their operation. The, the, the vendors at the Black Farmers Market they are producing lots of value-added products, and we're just amazed every week at how much of that that they sell and the price that they get for it. And uh, we've just been so impressed over the last two years that we're now uh, looking for funding for a kitchen for our farm so that we can develop a value-added product to sell on the market. And we have uh, been offering a sample of the garlic as a spread, as um, a way to um, encourage people to buy the the garlic. And we're going to turn that, want to turn that into a product that we sell um, to the public and stuff. And so uh, it's just been interesting how they have impacted us because one of the things we recognize is that Um, As time goes along, we're not going to be able to continue to even maintain the the, uh, farm in the way that we do. We've got to be able to uh, work smarter and not harder. And uh, that's one of the things that we've been able to pick up from them and learn from young people and the entrepreneurs at the Black Farmers Market, too. And so um, it's just really been an interesting uh, experience. they had a great impact on us. The kids started making a roasted garlic cream cheese spread to sell at the market and are currently in the process of expanding their farm to include a kitchen. The Black Farmers Market awarded them a grant to help as they developed the idea.
Beyond inspiration for a new value-added product and community and financial support, the Black Farmer's Market, rotating bi-monthly between Durham and Raleigh, is also a plain good time. There's a lot of music. A lot of the vendors are, they're not traditional farmers. Um, They are more entrepreneurs who develop different products, and they are just lively. They're young. (laughs) You know, that youth makes a difference and stuff, and they just bring a lot of energy to what they do. They are marketing savvy, and they are just very successful at pulling in their clientele. They use social media a lot more than I do, and it's more effective for them. And it's just, um, you know, it's it's just a different uh, flow. The people who come are a little bit different and stuff. And, you know, um, that market idea is rubbing off on the state market also which is starting to have pop-up markets. And so some of the people from the Black Farmers Market now are popping up at the state market. So it's very interesting how they're influencing each other. So it's just a different... um, And there are lots of foods that people can eat, consume right on the premises. And that's sort of a real modern idea, too. People want... They want to taste it. They want to taste it right there. They want to take it home and cook it. For those looking to get into niche farming, you'll be in good company. Of North Carolina's 46,418 farms, just over 21,000 are less than 50 acres, according to 2017 census data. The kids recommend focusing on a niche market where consumers pay more for value-added products and locally produced food. My advice would be to be persistent and to... Get to know what your market would be, what market you're targeting. Um, Be as knowledgeable as you can about your product that you are, that you have. And you have to be passionate about that product. You have to be able to um, talk to people. You have to be able to convince people to buy. And um, it's just all about how you market it. Make sure you have something that people really want, that people are interested in, um, and have a way of getting people to stop, you know. And uh, if you're shy about talking to people, then that may not be the business because you're going to have to talk to so many people and just make it a pleasure. You know, that's one of the our successes at the state market has been that we talk to everybody. We talk to everybody. And, you know, what's interesting, we have customers who watch my kid grow up, and uh, they stop, and they'll ask about him, and we'll chat it up, and we'll talk. You know, and you've got to be willing to do that if you're going to be successful. You, you have to be uh, willing to meet people on the street. Thank you for joining us on Farms, Food, and You. This podcast is a product of NC State Extension and the College of Agriculture and Life Sciences at North Carolina State University. If you would like to support the show, please share this episode on social media and leave a review on your podcasting app of choice. We'd love to hear from you. Let's talk soon.